Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I could say that was me cramping, but you know, my legs aren't that shot. Yeah, I'm glad the recording's going now. Oh. Okay. Ruben's well. Burger Bistro is just like butter. Boulder, Colorado. I'm George Thomas, Michael Robson. Michael, we're and, talking your favorite. And your Billy favorite, Edwards. Your favorite discussion. Same guys here. What? Triathlon. Oh, I love those guys. The little super tight outfits and the no sleeves. and Which sh- leads n- us to Billy numbers Edwards Numbers sharpied on. Well, I, I, don't know, I don't know why he's... Uh, he, we already were talking before this. He's already told me he's going to sign up for next year. I'm doing it. Are you really? Yeah, well, we went to the finish line. My wife and I went to the finish line last night, 9 o'clock, and we were watching people come in. So there's 14 and a half hours on the clock. People are rolling in, and they don't look that bad. They don't look like they're, you know, they're not... You see all these, you know, horror story pictures from the Hawaii on them where people are crawling on their hands and knees across the line, and no one was like that. So I'm like... Easy, I can do this. I'm doing crawling it. on hands and knees is what put Iron Man on the map. Yeah, but nobody actually does that. I mean, I think they that was well, they did back in what '83. Oh, there's an even better one with uh, Sean Welch and uh, Wendy Ingram. You got you got to Google that if you if you don't if you want to laugh. Is it the stumbly? It's the one where these two ladies are like duck walking and everything. It's the mo- it's the funniest thing in the world. Have I you mean, ever done that? Has no, that happened to you? No. Have you been that wrecked? I, yeah, I, I honestly just... we got to have a toast oh. here before. <laughs> yeah, yeah, congratulations on it. Thank you. Yeah. Cheers. Completing an army. Well, yeah. We'll take we'll take it. I don't think I've ever worked hard enough. I think that's the deal. I mean, I'm, I, I've never done anything great, you know, so maybe maybe that's the deal. Maybe I need to push myself to that extra limit, so uh, I do I'd the duck walk. I'd say you were walk. great at Ultraman. Well, I didn't duck walk there either. I kind of just walked when yeah, I was. If you're not duck walking, you haven't gone hard. Enough. Okay, so I'm, that's my next goal. So my, to do my next Ironman, I will try to make it so I'm duck walking. Okay. Although it felt like I was duck walking so, up Boulder Creek. Here's how it works. Next year, when I come across the line, I, I figure I can do it in about. What do you think? Thirteen and change. Thirteen and a half. Well, you said you can swim, so I'm going to give you yeah. an. I'm going to give you an hour. Hour ten plus a five-hour bike is not that bad. I think you can do that, and then six. Six. I'm not doing it in ten hours. There's no way I can run. Nah. Okay, you don't want to do the ultimate positive split. That's the other thing. The ultimate positive split is the uh, faster bike than the run. No, no, no. I don't want to. <laughs> well, and that's okay. When I thought about this last night when I was down. I was down the street. I looked at those. I looked at the the extra ultimate split is the bike run is sl- is fat is fat. No, no. You're sorry. You're uh you're uh swim and bike is. Uh, better than better than better your run. Than better than, better than, than your run. run. Yes. No, I looked at that and I thought about that. I'm like, okay, I'm a bike rider, so I would go out wicked hard on the bike and bury myself, and then end up duck walking in the run, as you call it. And I don't want to do that. No, like, I, do that. I would know, I would know better than that. So I'll be picking your brain though. This is going to happen. So here's here's how it's going to work. Oh, I, I, I will finish. You will finish, of and course. then you have to hang around for 
several hours at least. Uh, easily. And then I will finish and you, you'll you show me the video of you duck walking across the line. Because I, right, I okay. want to see Got it. I, I want to see you bury yourself. I'm going to bury myself no matter what. It's what I do. That, that makes me... No, no, no. Okay, all right. Okay, fair enough. We got this. Okay, so I will... So got it. Good? Were we recording for a while? Absolutely. Oh, shit. Got it. <laughs> this is awesome. I'm going to push myself so hard I'm duck walking and Robson will just finish. So I want You need to be pretty much crawling the length of the red carpet, that last 25 meters or whatever that's on the red carpet. That, so that even Ducks don't I'll be completely incapacitated. I will, I'll be honest with you. The thought of doing that scares the living crap out of me. <laughs> like, to, to actually, like, I'm like going, I've never collapsed at a finish line. And again, maybe I've just never pushed myself hard enough. But okay, all right. All right. Have you ever thrown up? I'm not, I'm not a thrower up or up. I threw up for the very first, well, I mean, are we talking about alcohol induced? No, no, no. no okay, no, okay. No, exercise okay. induced. Okay, okay. No, I, the only time I've ever thrown up working out was last year at Boulder Ironman. And I. Because I ate too much. In the ride? I, I remember oh, talking to you I, about I, that. I threw, I threw up at mile four on the run because I took in <laughs> 2,600 calories on the bike, which is over 500 calories an hour. And or actually way over 500 calories. What, did you have some guy like bringing you burgers or something? <laughs> Dude, I was like... Did you I, have like a good times in your backpack? <laughs> you know, I wish it was that, but it was like goose and chomps. Oh, and, and that stuff's Yeah, that and it's, you know, you up bad. And, and, and I mean, I was when I threw up, I was like watching it. I was like seeing the calories go out. And it wasn't like food. Like it was food. It was like liquid it was at just first. brown slime. But then, no, but then eventually it was like numbers for me. I was like, that's 100 calories, 200 calories, oh, 300 God, calories, 400 calories. Like, yeah. It was, it's you're so, way too nerdy. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. Oh, my calories. Well, all I could think of was how am I going to run 22 more miles, man? Where are my calories going? You were eighth last year. How, how was this year compared to last year? Oh, uh, well, last it year. It seemed like the weather was better this year. The actually. weather was better. I mean, but the thing is, the only thing you have to figure out is that, let's, let's caveat this with there was a pro field last year. So, right. So, yeah. So, I mean, Gert, I mean. Oh, I have a question about that. And so, I there was, wanted to know why there were no pros this year. So that's okay. Well, they, for relating last year to this year, last year there was a pro field, and, and unfortunately, I think it was a pretty weak pro field. Now, nothing taking nothing away from like Justin Dare and Richie Cunningham and the guys that did put it out and race well. Just, the pro field just wasn't deep, and I don't know if it was going into it because it was in Boulder and some of the pro the, some of the pros that aren't in Boulder. I'm gonna are tag those guys. No, they're all afraid to come to Boulder and race. Put it that way. Because of the altitude. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they're just chicken shit. But anyway, the point is. Um, Let's give him some more beer. Yeah. So, anyways, no, 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 no. He's like this all the time. Yeah, but, okay. but at the same time, you know, they, they just didn't show up, and it was a bit of a bummer. So, um, but I mean, I think because the community is so like triathlon central, and like a lot of, lot of, there's a lot of hardy age groupers. This year, even though I think that the um, the pro field wasn't as, there was no pro field. The age group field definitely. There were some guys who sat back and kind of didn't want to do it that first year. They're like, how's that going to go down? Then a bunch of the guys did jump out. So the age group field was way, you know, the age group field was way pointier. WTC, you know, World Triathlon Corporation said, you know, we're not going to do, you know, we're not, we, they took, they took away the pro field from several races to include here, Madison, Wisconsin, which is another great venue. Um, and I guess what they do is like, they decided that like, oh, Lake Placid, Madison, Wisconsin, and here. And they decided that those venues can stand on their own without needing a pro field. So... I don't know if I agree with it, you know, I mean, I think I like seeing the pros out there in front having been a pro, but, you know, I mean, at the same time, I mean, the guys that were out there getting it done yesterday, to, I mean, you know, I, I say to include myself only, only, you know, modestly, but, you know, the, the guys up at front are some of the, your top age groupers in the world, I mean, uh, so, 
you know. So is there is there an economic element to to not run not including a pro field in like the Boulder Ironman? Because I mean, if you you know if you run a if you run all amateurs, you're not paying out prize money for pros, and I'm sure you have to pay some triathlon community to, to run a pro race. I mean, is it would it be an economic decision or why what why didn't they run pros? Why didn't they have pros? I just I just don't think the prize money is that. I, I feel like fifty thousand dollars or sixty thousand dollars or is it in a prize purse to me doesn't feel like to me and I'm not good with the economics doesn't feel like a, a lot of money when it comes down to how this race goes spread down. out over field yeah spread out over field with regards to merchandising and right. I mean they, they, it makes you know WTC makes a ton of money off of like all that M dot like finishers logo stuff that they were selling to everybody today so I mean. Well, so, so can pros, could pros have come to this race? There was like, actually. By the way, it was just over there. Um, pros could come to this race if they wanted to, or there wasn't a pro field included. I don't what, understand how that works. So it what? W- like there was no pro field. There, so there was no pro field. There was no prize money. But what WTC, who runs the Ironman races, yeah. allows pros if they want to to race. So there, I know. I know. I have a friend of mine who actually is a who's a pro and he decided to race because it's his hometown and he wanted to race I mean, so if you're a pro you can race you can race so okay. it's just gonna be no money and literally had he won his age group or had he won he could have been over at the awards and they would have not acknowledged his presence oh okay it's like that right. it would have been yeah. as if he was as if he, I mean I don't know what they would have done if he won but it would have been as if he wasn't there. Right, right. No, they do that in cycling as well. Like if you're, you know, you can race national championships here in, in the U.S., but, um, you know, if, you, if you're registered in another country, they just pretend you weren't there. Right. You, you win and you didn't win. Right. right. You're the first American across, then you get the jersey. Right, right. So yeah, so that's kind of how it went down. But it's, uh, again, I think Boulder, I think a Boulder has the ability to stand alone, just because you know the community has such a hearty triathlon community, you know, from well, its beginnings. And you have so. Yahoo's like me looking at it and thinking we can do it. I mean, and, and to my point, I mean, last night at nine o'clock. Okay, so we, you know, you look up at the clock. There, people are fourteen and a half hours in when we get there. Oh yeah. And there's people rumbling across the line, and they're they're not these. You know, just absolutely ripped down, super tan, like mega athletes, like my buddy Billy here. They're these are normal people. They're, right. They're, oh, yeah. they're like almost surprisingly, painfully normal. That it's like, how can you be doing this? You're so normal, normal. And it made me think. Okay, I mean, given enough time, you can pretty much complete any course, right? Oh, I remember going to sleep around 11:30 last night and thinking, wow. People are still if coming I had in. Started at seven this morning. I maybe would be crossing the line about right now. See, that's something Billy and I were talking about right before we came on. Is just uh, there's there's being in the race and competing and actually racing as a competitor, and then there's that element of just how long you're you're right. out there in the elements. Like we, you know, we were saying, if someone said, okay, you you have to sit at at um, at a poolside bar. For 16 and a half hours and drink alcohol you couldn't do it you couldn't do it like it the, like i mean just the, the pure the pure task or the pure act of being out there on the road for that 
that ridiculous amount of time would be exhausting. So, I mean, the temptation would be to try and go hard and get it over with, but that would backfire, right? Which is interesting because you realize you're talking to like two ultra cyclists. One guy who rode his bike for, you know, nine days and the guy, I've, I've ridden my bike for two days straight. So, you know, so this is a, di- so it's kind of funny. Versus the cyclocrosser. But having run and swim in there is yes. not appealing to me. That, that is, and I'll be honest with you, that is the, I think that's the thing that changes it up completely. Yep. It's the fact that you are changing elements and there's so many different dynamics to it. And that's, the, I think that's a big thing. In regards to the run, I mean, I think the run at the end, you know, for anybody, for everybody, changes it all up. You know I mean? Right. I think we can sit on our, I think all three of us could both sit on, all sit on our bikes for 24 hours, whether you would like it or not. No question. And, I, oh, no, I can do it. It's yeah. But I mean, but running, I've had so many broken bones, so many injuries, I cannot imagine running a marathon. That's just... Mm. I can't. You can imagine. We can. I can imagine it, but I wouldn't <laughs> want to do it. Well, and to your point, there's absolutely nothing wrong with me. Like I don't have any weird like joint issues, and I don't have a like a dicky back or anything. And I still can't imagine running a marathon. I, I'm okay. I mean, so I go and run 42 kilometers, maybe, but after after an hour, I mean, it would be an hour and a quarter of swimming at least for me, and then six hours of bike riding. I mean, that'd be hard, but I think I can do it. And you're going to be there to videotape. It's got you. We got this. We got this. I can't believe this is already. I can't believe, can't believe this is already happening. So I have to start yeah. training like tomorrow. No, oh, man, you're good. You're not, you don't have to start till the new year. So as a cyclocrosser, what I'll do is I'll break it up into 45 minute increments. The bike or yeah. the run? All of it. All of it. Okay. Right. okay. Full throttle. 45 minutes. Okay, great. So that 45 minutes is done. Okay, another 45 minutes. Easy. Go. I mean, you got eight stations every mile. I mean, you could. You know, that's easy. Okay, I have a question about that. Um, I rode out on the course yesterday. I I actually tried not to. Like, I really didn't want to. I just... But something about me, you know, something about the whole thing, um, like, I gravitated towards it. And I ended up um, crossing over the course a bunch and watching people ride. One thing I noticed is this, there was a lot of trash along the course. Is Now, does Ironman go along and clean up after... Uh, clean up after all of that and check the course out? Because this is a problem in pro cycling as well. Shit everywhere. Okay, so I don't I don't know what it roads look like today, and I don't know, and I'll be honest with you. Like maybe I, I should go look. The, well, that would be that would make me very nervous. I got yeah. and I'm not. And I would say this. Here's the deal. We have aid stations, yeah. and those aid stations are generally uh, 200 to 200 to even 400 meters long. Yep. And I there's saw a those. and there's a start point and a stop point. It says drop your trash here. Yep. That being I said, saw that. That was good. That being said. 2,500, 2,800 athletes out there. Everybody's, you know, a a riding gypsy camp, right? And you got, like, goos and gels everywhere, right? So every once in a while, a gel falls off. So if stuff falls off a bike, you know, I'm not... No, 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 it wasn't that. It was empty gel packets and the gel, like, the gel tops. And, and, you know, like, and I really don't want you to think I'm, like, singling out. No, I want you. Because this is a huge problem in the pro peloton. Like, you know, wherever a... A pro race goes, the course just gets trashed. So I'm, I'm wondering if there's if there's a way. You know, you may not even know the answer to this, but if, if there's a way of fixing that. Well, there is a penalty. If you drop your trash, there is a penalty. There's a four minute penalty if you uh, if you drop trash. So yeah. No way. So yeah. So there's penalties for dropping trash. Good for Ironman. So, yeah. Damn, that's cool. Yeah. Okay, they need to apply that to pros. Yeah. No, I yeah. don't. I, I don't like synthetic it. testosterone and trash. <laughs> <laughs> You're out of there. You can't draft. You can't drop trash. How about that? <laughs> that? That was my little Tommy D like like snarky comment Ooh. from the day. How timely. Hus bucket. So, this is a tech show. 
And I suckered Billy on here saying he'd only be on for 10 to 15 minutes. I really want to keep Billy on for the whole show. I'm watching because I'm watching the clock, too. <laughs> we always go way but up. I it's feel okay. like triathlon has been huge in introducing tech into cycling. Uh, you know, I was talking to Henrik from Curve. He's doing the uh, classic velo ride. The black shorts to the mid-thigh or white socks have to be just above the ankle. I remember those were the USCF rules back in the 80s. Uh, I think the last time triathlon really, really brought anything meaningful to cycling was 1989 okay. on the Champs-Élysées. So let's, let's hear what, what Robson says <laughs> no, and let's that, hear what Billy I'm says. Just kidding. I'm just kidding. Because I feel like triathlon in the 80s really brought about changes big time in the American peloton, if not the, the world peloton. Colorful shorts. <laughs> Why? Uh, arrow bars. Arrow helmets. <laughs> Comic Sans text. Okay, if you want, are we talking about... The question you asked me is not is not the same question here. He's going to walk out in a minute. No, but, no, no, but at the same time, so you want to know what we've contributed, contributed exactly. to cycling. Superbikes. I'm going to go with superbikes because when it comes down to it, I mean, yes, the time trial bike was, you know, the time trial bikes were, you know, getting, you know, better and better and better. Um, but at the same time, I think time, you know, the time trial bike is so important for like the long course triathlete that it's gotten to be that we have our own bikes. We have right. beam bikes that are like now built way better than they ever were. But granted, you can't use a beam bike in uh, in what's a pro cycle? A beam bike? Well, a beam bike would be a beam bike. Basically, you have no seat tube. There's no seat tube. No seat tube. Oh, like a soft ride bike. Yeah, well, yeah, like a soft ride. Did you know? Okay. Do, did you know? This is the did you know segment. Go of the for show. it. In the early 90s, when I came to the United States, Greg Welch was the reigning Ironman champion, and I used to build his bikes for him. That's pretty cool. Because he was so bad at maintaining his bikes that I took pity on him. <sighs> yes, triathletes really don't know how to take yes, care of their bikes. Yes, triathletes don't know how to take care of their bikes. That, that's a good. That's it a was Criminal. So when I first came to Boulder, I fell in with a bunch of triathlete guys, and you know met uh, met a bunch of the dudes back in the day, and helped a lot of them with their bikes. Yeah, triathletes. Well, because we have better things to do, like swim and run. Yeah. So you guys get off your feet after midday, after having your long, <laughs> after your bike ride, and, and you, you guys, still got to swim and run. You guys drink. You guys drink your Pellegrino, take an Ambien, and go. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Uh, 
go to bed. Meanwhile, we have to go out for a run. So, uh, yeah, a little bit different story for us. So, okay, I, I have a question about that. So, do, does do um, pro triathletes not see the importance of of having a really fast, well maintained, well put together bike? I would say this. Is it not? Is it just not important? I would say that. Well, here's the deal. First of all, uh, I don't think pro cyclists understand the, the the need to have a well-maintained bike either, yeah, but because they can't <laughs> they can't even change a damn flat tire. So let's get let's just get let's just get that out. At least pro triathletes can change a flat tire. Right. Okay. And we have and we have changing a flat tire down to a science, down to like guys will carry razor blades to to, to cut and strip their tubes off and come with pre-glued. Uh, tubes. That, that's the look for the second time of the evening. That's, so yeah. So I've never heard that one. So that is cut off tubulars. Oh yeah. Cut yeah. Your, well, you flat your tubular. What are you going to do with it? Do you so, slash it and peel it. Slash and peel. Slash. Slash. Take. Put your finger in there. Peel it off, and then slap that other one with either has a you know pre glued or right. You know, yeah. I mean, and then where do you put do you it race when on you're riding in your speedo because you can't throw trash on the ground. You throw it on the side. No, you just take the four minute penalty. It's fine. No, you take you, you take, say you save thirty seconds and, and lost four minutes. Oh. You go Tour de France old school style, tie it around oh, your around head, your and, then, and then wait and then wait till you get to the next. Uh, yeah, just like that, just yeah, like yeah, that picture, yeah, that right and, and then ditch it at the next aid station, along with your CO two. Oh. Did you ride tubulars yesterday? No, I did not. Okay, I've been on clinchers for like the last three years. I, I don't. I, I couldn't see why with the current technology why you wouldn't ride um, a, a really nice set of carbon clinchers. Really nice set of tires with latex tubes, blazing fast. Yes, I agree completely. There's no reason to go. There's no reason to go tubulars and anymore. Then, and if you have a problem, you can fix it. So the, the only reason to ride tubulars is I I had some friends like racing up in Wisconsin. You know where the uh, you got those you know those ribs every like you know 50 meters and oh like the the, the, the pavement separation yeah the pavement yeah, yeah yeah and then I mean then you want you, you'd be nice to ride tubulars at like 90 psi so you actually you know so in you that TT out of you yeah exactly huh. so otherwise yeah clinchers huh. so but yeah to answer to going back to your actual original question I didn't even know what it was <laughs> it was it was actually about what it, what do we contribute and I'm saying like super bikes yeah because well, I'm trying to get away from the fact that you want to bang on triathletes for not maintaining no, no, their no, bikes no no, no, no. I'll, I'll uh I'll take a little shot, but then I'll definitely, you know, listen to the comeback. <laughs> but I will say this, I, which, which is interesting, because you talk about, you know, and this is me banging on triathletes, um, and that, you know, I definitely find that, um, especially in the pro field, you know, a lot of guys have these super bikes, and they're amazing pieces of engineering. In right. fact, sometimes they're, like, even too well-engineered for a simple pro triathlete to be able to, and I don't mean simple as in, like, stupid but like you know we have a lot of things to deal with but when you put together a a bike that has like all these like crazy parts and the brakes the brakes are an issue and we have and we travel to all of our races oh yeah the brakes like where they try to rig the brakes up and the seat tubes and how you mount them crazy it is ridiculous i mean and then you want a triathlete most pro triathletes they don't have a support crew they have to show up at their next pro race so what is okay question so what does that take out of you the night before a race you know you're you're getting set up for an ironman and you're dicking around with the stupid freaking brakes on your time trial bike. How much of an advantage do, does do the brakes tucked up inside your fork, like the Boardman bikes, give you versus you know the, the lost sleep and fatigue you're gonna you're gonna feel after dealing with them? Zero, I mean, zero. I think it's absolutely the most ridiculous thing in the world. I think uh, you have. I think you have. Uh, I think you have a lot of the look again. Yeah, I think if you look at like I think if you I think if you look at uh, bike companies like. Um, 
you know, shoot, I'm plugging bike companies. I shouldn't do that because they're not giving me anything. But, you know, but if you look at like, Q, like QR or... Just give us like the first letter in there. Okay, or the bike that starts... Oh, fine. I've ridden a Cervelo for forever. They, okay? <laughs> All right? I love my Cervelo. Okay, How about great. that? Okay? Great. Okay? And they have the... Fine, P, fine. They have the P5 with those Maguro brakes, you know, yeah. like hydraulic brakes. Oh, no, I've, I have some experience with those. Okay, yeah, but really? But like, just would you, would you trust most price athletes that you've met with a set of hydraulic brakes? Okay, so my point is... That was a no. <laughs> my point is, my old P3 with the, with the standard Durace brakes up front, the Durace brakes in the back, are right. completely... They're easy to, uh, to adjust right. and everything. And you know what? I turned my bike in the night before or in the days leading up. You know, I, if I change the width of my tires, it's something I can do. You know, right. and that's the easy stuff. So, so what if... You, I mean, have you ever got to a you know got to a race and something on your bike's broken and you've had to repair it because i mean think about repairing something you know where the brakes are tucked up in the fork or they're stuffed in the frame or they're some wacky hydraulic thing that you have to fix in the middle of the night while you're taking your bike out of your bike box i mean there's just got to be there has to be stress involved there no i've never had that issue because so you can look at all the rest of the guys in the pro field with their again with their super bikes and i go you know, and, and again, a lot of these guys are way faster than me. But the part that doesn't impress me is when they show up to a race and they have these issues and they either haven't resolved them prior or their bike companies or their bike sponsors left them high and dry with a bike that they cannot rig. They can't ride. So yeah. that's, and that's my biggest, and that is like my big, one of my biggest gripes with regards to sponsors and athletes going after, like either going after or taking on sponsorships with bike companies that either they have bikes that they can't take care of, maintain on their own. Or that when they travel, they don't have the proper support when they get to the race. To put it together. So yes, and it makes so, so the athlete and the bike company look bad. How about your position when you're in your triathlon? Are you changing your position on your Cervelo as opposed to riding that bike at uh, PBP or in a long brevet? Well, I can't never ride it. I mean, I've I've ridden it for long or have you rides. You've ridden it in. Uh, and an ultra. Yeah, yeah, I've ridden it. Yeah. And it's, I ride it. I ride it. Same position? Same position, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a great position. So once, but once you get used to that position, you can do it all day, right? I mean, all it's day. like anything. All day, yeah. It's like, I mean, even in my mid 40s, I can, as a as an ex road racer who's been riding bikes my entire life, I can just ride the drops for an unlimited period. Yeah. And so you get you get used to it. And it's a, if it's a good position, you will get used to it and it'll be fine. I mean, if it's a shit position, it'll hurt. Your body, your body changes over time. You know, we get older, you know, or you get younger, you get more flexible, or you get older and you get less flexible, or you work on strength or what have you. So those things, you know, you end up doing minute changes. Yeah. But to 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 the most extent, probably I I am probably in the same position I was with Matt. I worked with a guy named Matt Steinmetz in the area, and he he put me in position, and then I changed it up ever so slightly. Probably like three months ago, with a yeah. guy named Ryan Ignatz, like and, uh, millimeters, just oh yeah. tweaks. Yeah. It was like a centimeter, but I do that centimeter up, a yeah. centimeter out, mm-hmm. and it was like, oh, cool. I can actually look ahead, and I don't have pain it in my feels neck. Feels pretty good. Yeah, so I'm, I think I'm probably good for like the next two years. We'll see. Yeah. Well, you're still young. This is true. <laughs> but not as young as you think. I just look good, man. You're not. You're not as old as us. There's a reason we had you on our first video show, Billy. Yeah, we we needed to make it look good. We need we needed to attract the female audience. We need the female audience, you know, on your you know the cycling podcast. So you learn a lot from this one, especially I think. I mean, really, here's the deal. Like, perhaps perhaps this is another thing. 
I think we have more ladies than you guys do. Who? Uh, triathlon. triathlon. Oh, so you're the uh, that was the you and that we are the we. Okay, yeah. good. Um, yeah, we are the we. Yeah, probably. They're a more influential part of our sport. There's a, a ten things popped into my head to say then, and I'm not going to say a single one. What? Oh, say none it. of them. No. <laughs> Just say one. The backlash would be. They're too skinny. Who's too skinny? The girls. In cycling? No, in triathlon. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. I was kind of hoping it would be something more, I don't know, noble or about how cycling needs to do a better job of... No, never mind. Forget it. Yeah, you're dreaming, dude. Just like butter. <laughs> Just like butter. <laughs> Meanwhile, we're like, we're like, we're like in triathlon, we're politicking to have the equal number of pro women in, in, uh, in Kona as, as uh, men. And uh, you guys don't even have a legitimate tour that uh, you I know. know that's pretty shameful yeah. you, you got a point about that yeah mm-hmm. chalk up uh, one one point triathlon the, yeah we had La Course at the end of the tour yeah what, how was that how long was that on TV yeah I don't think it was, it was. I know I know I know yeah. You're, you're preaching to the converted, man. Okay, this is a technology. Let's get away from the politics. <laughs> Moving on. That's right. I guess we're not we anymore because you're doing the Boulder Triathlon next year. I, I, can I cover the mic while I say this? No. I've done a triathlon. Oh. I've done, I've done several. Oh, nice. Oh, so this is not a foreign element. It's just a distance. Uh, it'll be pretty foreign at this stage in my life. It'll, it'll be all new all over again. I mean, there was like, you know, like there they, were they 70... say women, ten, like eight years after a, a woman's had a baby, it's like she never had a baby again. It's kind of like that. That's an image I just want Death, to get out of my head. Deafening right now. silence. <laughs> I, think, I think you're getting sidetracked with the age thing. You realize there were 65 and 70. There was a 75 year old woman. 75 year old woman that did it yesterday. God, that's cool. That's so cool. No, no, I'm not. That's not lost on me at all because your endurance actually gets better as you get older. Like 75? 75. How long did it take him? 15, 16 hours. Probably 16 hours. I mean, I I can't, I'm pulling off the top of my head. Once again, I just wouldn't want to be out there that long, but. Well, that's because, well, you're, you know, somewhere under the age of 50. And, uh. Barely. (laughs) You're somewhere under the age of 50, so this should not be an issue then. No, I'll be fine. I'll be fine. Good to go. I'll be fine. Okay. He's very disappointed. So Billy, you got Ultraman coming up. What in uh, two more months? It'll be fifteen Skip weeks. Fifteen little un- weeks. Little under fifteen weeks He's now. Counting. And after your performance this spring, well, I guess it was the winter. I'm I'm glad you're uh, gonna be out there. Well, thanks. I was I was wondering if you were gonna follow it up. I'm yeah. Gonna- it was a matter of doing PBP, which is Paris versus Paris, Paris or Ultraman. But uh, yeah, no, Ultraman's the way to go, at least for this year for me. So yeah, I have a question. Go Good. for it. Who pays you? Who who pays for this stuff? Like who pays for your dance? Sorry, I went there. I went. There. You do right? Yeah, I pay for it. I mean, yeah. it's it's your thing. No, it's 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 my thing. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I mean, if but you, no, if, I, was, I was just thinking, it's ludicrously expensive. It is. It is. It's going to be really expensive. It's really go. expensive. And here's the deal: it's not like I go over by myself because when you go around the island, you have a crew. Okay, so I have a crew. I've I've got. I pay for their flights over. You know, thankfully I have a great set of parents that, uh, you know, they're going to, uh, you know, they they have a. Uh, um, timeshare over there that they're going to go ahead and donate to the cause and hang out because it's Thanksgiving weekend so they want to be there I have a uh, amazing wife who will love to hear me plug her here that is you know does the uh, 
I'm gonna plug. No, that did not work out like I wanted it to. But she. That's full looks for the so, evening. So, I have a. Please continue. Rewind. Edit that out. Start now. Absolutely start, start, start not. This is so. Like no, no, we'll cut that out. I promise. Yeah. Good to go. Go ahead. So I have a lovely wife that is, you know, she's the breadwinner of the family, and you know, I mean, don't get me wrong, I bring my, I bring my pieces to the puzzle of the, of, uh, of life, but at the same time, you know, she definitely, you know, she's, you know, she, she's definitely a huge supporter of everything that I do with regards to sport, and you know, sports, sports not cheap, sports a passion, and you know, yeah, um, tell you know, me about it. And me at the same time, I'll go ahead and go ahead and say this, you know, I have a great, you know, there's, you know, I'm here in Boulder and I'm not going to let you stop me because I got Colorado Multisport right down the street that, you know, they're, they're good supporters of me. And I've worked with a clothing company called Two Times You for a number of years. And, so you know, that may come out on Facebook and that yep. may not be a big, it may not, they may not be little, but at the same time, all the gear and stuff I need, every, all, every little bit ends up helping out in that oh, yeah. aspect. So I do appreciate, you know, the support and sponsors that I've had over the past. And, uh, you know, that being said, if anybody else wants to get a plug, you know, in November, they're more than willing to send me we can figure out ways for them to uh, get. They, we're willing to. Well, let's out. plug your your U.S. Naval Academy team that you coach, Billy. Well, that's true. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's now. It's now. I, I do my best to make it a zero sum game with my coaching. So, I mean, I had a couple athletes out there last night as well. Um, this I coach is into an infomercial. It is. It is. So, anyways, yeah. So my Keep coaching. Going. Yeah, it is. Sorry. Are you tired of getting up in the morning and feeling exhausted? I am actually. <laughs> yeah, I am too. But triathlon's an interesting sport in the fact that you know I've, I'm lucky in the fact that I do get to coach it. Um, it. It's an individual sport. It's not. A, it's not as much a team element. So there's not team directors. I coach a lot of individuals, and so it's kind of it's kind of fun as well as I coach the Naval Academy team, which is a collegiate team that's done pretty well to include the men winning their national championship this uh, April. So, right. Anyways, right. it's it's it ends up being you know I get. It's my it, that ends up being my life. My the coaching well, it, yeah, it, to well, the racing. It's your, it's your life. I mean, you know, you, you do your job and you and you, you know, hopefully, you do your job so you can live your life. You don't live to work. True. And you know, and and for the record, it's the same in you know my sport, cyclocross. It's just incredibly equipment intensive. So take take what you have. You know, do you always ride a time trial bike? Yeah, one bike. Well, on, I mean, come on, man. I have way more than one bike, but yes, I always ride this. I always have my time trial bike, but yes, I have I my road bike. I can't see you doing a triathlon with a road bike with clip-ons. No, no. Did you see my post? No. I put clip-ons and I tilted the saddle down on my cyclocross bike and took a picture of it and posted it in, in tribute to Iron Man. Did you ride it that way yesterday? No, I couldn't even get on it. It was terrible. Oh, uh, well, okay. But it was worth a picture. You just have to go over to Colorado Multisport and bike, get yourself a TT bike for next year, Ironman Boulder. Did you know I've never ridden a TT bike? Oh, my God. I have ridden everything with two wheels. You will. Ne- you- I've ridden things with three wheels. I've ridden things with one wheel. I have never ridden a time trial bike. That is, you, you, so you, you have no... a cyclocross race on a TT bike with knobbies. They won't fit in the frames. No, they're not making gravel grinder TT. Get a vintage gravel grinder TT. Don't. There we go. You know, I had a thought the other day. It could be a butter event. I wanted to do a gravel TT. So it's a two-man time trial. Swap. You know, basically swapping turns, but it's all dirt roads and trails and back roads. Sounded good until you said it was a two-man team. Why? Triathlon's an individual sport. No, but it's not a triathlon. It's just a bike race. But this is like. I like it though. It'd be fun. Yeah. It'd be fun as shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, in, instead of just being a straight-line superstar and going a million miles an hour on pavement, you'd actually, you know, like if, when you picked your teammate, you'd have to have 
um, you'd have to sort of have handling compatibility as well. And you'd even have to think about the way you set up and assembled your bike. So, because, and this this whole thought came from Glued putting on clip-ons on my, on my cross bike <laughs> for a stupid freaking picture. And I was, I was cracking myself up the whole time I was doing it because I'm, I'm bolting clip-ons on my cross bike and it's got, you know, knobby tubulars, envy rims, the whole thing like that. And I was like, this is a good idea. You could do a two-man full gas, even a, even as um, individual, full gas time trial, but on dirt. Yeah. So you've got to think about your setup. You've got to think about the tires you run. You've got to think about the, you know, the way you ride and the way you handle. And in the, in the event that it is, um, you know, a two-man or even a four-man time trial, you've got to think about your teammates. It'd be crazy fun. Anyway. Sounds like our topic for next week. How to glue on a tubular. We, well, our topic for this week has become our topic for next week. Yeah, okay. Because we kind of blew it. I'm, you know I got reprimanded for going off topic last week. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, wow. And I'm going to get reprimanded again. Because it's, yeah. I think you did a okay. good job. Of going off topic? Yeah, we're off topic the whole time. Oh, it's just like butter with Billy We Edwards. never, it's 34 minutes and we... And from Ruben's Burger Bistro in Boulder, Colorado... This is Just Like Butter. For Michael Robson and our guest Billy Edwards, I'm George Thomas. Thanks for joining us. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.